Miss Felicia Shakespeare. 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 Hello, and welcome to Beyond Podcast with your host, Felicia Shakespeare. I am elated and excited as always to bring you quality content, quality guests. And today we have a very special guest. And I know you all probably always say Felicia says every guest is special. But I do believe every guest is special in that uh, they do bring their unique perspectives to uh, the, the actual audience in order for us to understand how they were able to succeed and move beyond in so many areas in their lives. So today's special guest is Kelly Fair. Kelly Fair is the founder and executive director of Polished Pebbles Girls Mentoring Program. Uh, she is basically uh, involved in so many different areas. She's an author. She's a public speaker. Uh, she actually has a, a unique perspective in that uh, she works a lot with the Chicagoland area. But uh, but I do want her to share today how she has moved uh, so far beyond that in the process. So, Kelly, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Felicia, for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I am so excited to have you, as always, as I said, every guest is a special guest. So I want you to... You know, just share today, you know, as I was, you know, researching and just kind of going over some of the background, I know how I kind of became exposed to the organization. I think it was primarily just through social media, I believe. Uh, I have happened to run into the information a couple years ago. But I want you mm -hmm. to share why Polish Pebbles. Just feel free to go ahead and let us know. Sure. So I'm excited. Uh, one, thank you so much for having me and to be here uh, because you are an embodiment of moving beyond. Um, I think we had connected in social media, but I think there was an event where we actually get to meet in person. So that's always a powerful time when you get to meet somebody you've been networking with online um, to meet in person. And so um, I just, you know, love your spirit and love how you're always moving beyond and uh, invite me to tell a story about how I moved beyond. Um, it's an exciting year for us in 2019 at oh. College Pebbles because it's our 10 year, it'll be our 10 year anniversary in October. So throughout the spring and throughout the summer up until our big annual gala on October 12th, we are going to be celebrating 10 years of polishing. Um, and, and so when I think back about, and I think about these 10 years. Um, 10 years ago, I had left my corporate job. I was a junior executive. I, I've been in uh, working in education now for over 20 years. And so um, have worked with other nonprofits, faith-based institutions, and their college prep initiatives. Um, and then I had also worked on the private sector side of edu uh, educational publishing and was managing national marketing. And I like my job. I, um, you know, I like my corporate uh, credit card and the opportunity to travel. <laughs> and I felt like, I, you know, in addition to that, you know, I was in my, um, you know, mid to late 20s. Um, but I also felt like we were creating good educational products. But I lacked some of the experience that I had earlier on in my career where I got a chance to more directly connect. And I want to get back to doing direct services with young people that grew up in the same kind of communities on the south side of Chicago and throughout the city like I had. And so okay. um, not really knowing what the next step would be, 
Uh, but just something, you know, sometimes moving beyond requires you to get still um, into his spirit, you know, for me. Um, and mm-hmm. something in my gut says, you know what, I don't think so. I think it's time. And I was like, well, wait a minute, wait. <laughs> let me go uh-huh. get some other nonprofit job first, you know, and tried a couple of different things, you know, knocked on a couple of doors and it didn't seem like the right fit. So without knowing the next step, I walked out of my job. Um, tried. I always wanted to be a Starbucks barista, but I could never get anywhere <laughs> in Starbucks or era. Um, just okay. in the in-between, you know, with my bachelor's and my master's degree um, from Howard. Um, so I took a part-time job at Fifth Third Bank on the south side of Chicago um, as a teller. And really, it gave me the space to really figure out what I would be doing. And I had been influenced by a mentor of mine who had passed away suddenly, uh, not far from that time, uh, to think about consulting, to think about doing more with my youth program and talent. And um, I, you know, was heeding her advice and just kind of decided to put together college puzzles and a women's group, which because much of that work I had learned from her. And so it was more so in tribute to her to keep things going, to keep the women who she had brought together to do community work and to convene and, and you know, come together collectively together. And uh, I was just doing something. So right down the street from that Stony Island Fifth Third Bank at the Avalon Branch Library, I started Polished Pebbles just again as an opportunity to just kind of keep what Linda, my uh, mentor, had taught me going uh, with the one-time monthly Saturday program for girls where women from the community mentored them in a group mentoring setting. Um, at our first meeting, Felicia, we had two girls. I knew both of them. So I said, <laughs> y'all go over here. <laughs> and <Right>. um, <laughs> I got the women in the room together, and we planned and strategized about how we could recruit more girls from the South Shore, or, you know, from the communities uh, surrounding, started going to schools. And since that time, we have grown the program to serve um, over 3,000 girls and 100 public schools, charter schools, public housing communities um, here throughout the city, um, the south suburbs of Chicago, northwest Indiana, um, Texas, and then also in uh, North Carolina as well. So it's uh, been a really wonderful ride. It's a lot of work. Um, but it, it was me making the decision to move beyond um, my corporate job. And I, I'd love to talk about, too, <laughs> some of when you move beyond it. It sounds sexy, but it ain't really always sexy. So <laughs> I, I fully agree. And, and that is exactly where we're going to segue, because I love uh, what you said earlier, not knowing what the next steps would be. And I think so many people, as we were sharing briefly, uh, before the call, so many individuals, you know, they want to do something, but they don't always necessarily know what steps to take. So why don't you share with us, you know, just that whole that, you know, that because there was a period, like you said, where you you had the, the, the gunction and the, the, you know, the feeling, the intuition, whatever you want to call it. Your gut was telling yes. you it was time to move forward. What, tell us about mm-hmm. that journey. And how you navigated from not knowing the next steps to actually the big breakthrough. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that's really important is to really do some work. Or and sometimes do you don't always have to do the work to pay attention. It's kind of like, what's your calling? What's your appointment? What's your passion? 
you know. So and sometimes yeah. I think we do a lot of work to try and determine and figure that out and discover and try this, try that. And then sometimes we either find it or we already know what it is or it comes looking for us like, stop, look, this is what it's supposed to be. And so I think, you know, giving yourself the space and the time, whether it's prayer, meditation, you know, spending a little bit more yeah. time alone, or spending time with certain types of people who may be able to help, you know, you can learn from, watch, grow, or on the same type of wavelength with thinking um, and doing that may be able to help you get towards figuring out what that passion is. I think the passion part is important, you know, to say, I want to do this. This is what I'm thinking. I'm going to take this this dive. I think it, it has to be coupled with wisdom. Um, and I think when the passion is the drive to move the vehicle, to say, I want to do this, I've got a passion, the wisdom is saying, it's giving you the steps. <laughs> it's uh, when right. you introduce the people or says, go use Google <laughs> to say, you know, to look up your great ideas to see if there's a market out there where people are already doing that. And maybe they may be already doing it, but maybe the way that you're thinking about doing it might be different. So when you let that passion be the piece that drives you, um, you got to let wisdom take over, which then gives you the steps and the people and the, 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 the support and the resources start showing up. You got to know how to use them and when to use them and actually use them um, so that then your passion is guided. Um, so I think that's critically important. For me, it looks like, you know, um, uh, I, and, I, and I'll just say straight up, this is kind of how it really happened. Um, the name Polish Pebbles is inspired by a quote from um, Susan Taylor's book, All About Love. And we know Susan Taylor is editor emeritus of Essence Magazine. She uh, yeah. runs National Kids Mentoring Initiative. So the wonderful thing was when I was leaving my job, Susan Taylor was pushing out on her passion and leaving Essence at the same time as editor to, you know, start moving into mentoring and, and youth work. And I loved her book. Her books really got me through college. And I really think of myself as an Essence girl because I grew up on Essence magazine. So her editorials in the magazine were really always special for me. So when I found out she was in Chicago doing a book signing, I went um, just because I was like, ooh, new book, new inspiration. I'm in a new chapter. Let me, you know, get this together and, and hear from this woman. So as she's talking during the book reading, that's when she mentioned she had this national mentoring initiative. I told her, hey, I'm into youth development. I've done youth work, um, et cetera, et cetera. She said, you should meet. And so that's where the, the relationships and the networking and the connection started to happen. And so um, I started getting connected to people there. Um, it, it opened up the doors to learn about people here locally in Chicago that were doing some collective work and youth mentoring. Then it opened up doors to national work. So you've got to, again, have that wisdom that says, oh, you love this book. You love this author. Go. <laughs> oh, right. National. Then maybe you should go up and say something to her. And, you know, about what you do. And it opens up another door. Um, and then you got to walk through them. You know, when the doors open up, walk through them, use wisdom. Every door that opens ain't the door that you're going to stay in forever. Um, and it may not be the door for you um, as well. But, you know, I, I think 
there's just opportunities and things like that. And then they're studying too, Felicia, you know, that yes. doing that time on the internet, finding out about small business resources, uh, coaches, programs, go get in them, find out about them, listen to them. Um, you know, I think those are really some critical things that are really important in, in getting, moving beyond the passion. Um, or that I think I want to do something to actually start and bringing it into fruition. I love the, uh, the terminology you use called guided passion. Uh, and and mm-hmm. that is passion plus wisdom. And I always, you know, I think of my, like, if, even for myself, you know, we all have different forms of mentors. And I think another key thing, mentorship is key. Even the mentor needs the mentor. You know, although you were saying, you know, your desire to start this program, you also saw the need to seek out someone that, and I and I always view a mentor as someone that can offer something, of course, that you are seeking or, you know, that you that you need, that you don't have necessarily developed. So I do love that. And um, the component of, and, it is, and this is a great, uh, great stop for even the, the aspect of partnership. So you did make some key, you know, uh, references to, you know, just literally, and I, and I could also say that, Kelly, literally as you make those steps, you know, but I think partnership is key. Every partner is not your partner. Absolutely. But what is it now <laughs> that has, yeah, what is it that, you know, what are those key, uh, I would say, stoppers or things that let you know when it's right and when it's not? Ooh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, you got to pay attention sometimes to those red flags. And, uh, you know, wow. So I think there's some, you know, I think one of the things that are important to do an inventory of kind of like, even around your work, who you are personally, but even who you are professionally, um, you know, if you're a consultant or if you're running a business or organization, I think it's important at some point we just, really officially did it uh, last summer after I got out of uh, Goldman Sachs um, 10,000 small business program to think about where are your core values, you know what I mean, behind your work. And I think that's important to do an assessment of it because when you know what the core values are behind your work and how you work and what's important to you, then your partners often are the kind of partners that you're looking for that also share or demonstrate those same type of core values. You know, for me, empathy, of course, because we're working with girls, we're working with communities, we're working with overloaded school leaders and partners. Empathy is critically important. And so I don't want to work with a partner, whether it's a business partner, another organization, if they're not empathetic towards digging deeper to move beyond the appearances of sometimes the people that we're working with to determine if, hey, you know, how can we show up and be of great support? You know, so that's a core value that's critically important to us. Another core value I look for in partnerships is collaboration. You know, yeah. um, I'm supposed to show up and you be the boss and I just, I do whatever you tell me to. Now, that could be advantageous to me and, I, and I'll come back to that uh, in a second, but that's something that we're looking for. So if I get any signs that you're not into collaboration and you just want to do it all, or you think I'm going to do it all for you and you're going to ride my coattails, that don't jive with our core values, so that may not necessarily work. <laughs> uh, 
You know, so right. I, I think those are some of the things sometimes you pay attention to to know what's important to you. And then I think you have to know what's your outcome. What are you looking to get out of this? You know, so if a partnership, you know, can bring you towards whatever your outcome is, if it's more sales, if it's more leads, um, you know, if it's exposure, then they're fine. And sometimes if you know your outcome, either A, you can ask and make an agreement to decide whether or not they're really going to give it to you. Um, or sometimes some people show up and do things in such a way, but if it's enough that it doesn't rock your core value and it still gets you at to where you need to be as far as what your bottom line is, then maybe it's a good, it's, it's a good thing. But I think there's a lot of people out here who are out for self and I get it. Yeah. Um, and so you just need to, you need to make sure you take care of you. Um, don't be, I, this is what, and I'm going to end here. I used to be so excited when, you know, because we have a really nice portfolio of, of businesses and organizations we've really been fortunate to work with over the years. And when you're starting out, you're just so happy. Somebody is like, oh my God, you want to work with me? Oh, Lord, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then after time, I started figuring out, well, shoot, a partnership with Kelly and a partnership with Pablo Spackles is a powerful thing. Like, you get a great partner who keeps their word, who, you know, does really great marketing and engagement that, you know, is innovative. So I stopped thinking so much about, I'm so glad, you know, you invited me to the party, invited Polish Hopes to the party. I started realizing that often the party don't get started until we get there. You know, so it takes time to know <laughs> I like that. But value. Um, and so you, you then to kind of decide whether or not, you know, is, is it, is it worth your time? So it's a progression, but you got to know what's important to you and you got to know, you know, making sure an opportunity helps you achieve your outcome. Well, I love that line. The party don't start till you get there. <laughs> that is a powerful perspective because I think you are so correct, Kelly, whether it's a uh, you know, even looking back in, in career experiences, you know, I could think back to myself when I started my career and when that when that day came, uh, that aha moment when I realized, you know, this is a, this is not just about what I'm doing here. You know, I'm valuable to this organization. That's why, because even mm-hmm. when you even if you are in a situation where you take on a job, it needs to be what we call a win win. Right. It's not just about what I can give to that company, but also how is, are you able to benefit me? You know, so it, it does have to be a collaboration. It does have to be a balance of perspective. And I think you, you, you said it well when you talked about, you know, even your why. I think you knowing your why, why you started Pol- Polished Pebbles, why mm-hmm. you know, you, you're out there working for these young ladies, you know, being an advocate for the girls, you know, that, you know, is your empathy and your why, and that causes you to continue to move forward. Also, you know, understanding the crisis, but yet the solution that you want to avail in the process. So my, my, uh, you know, I think, I think we're doing really good here. Uh, the only other question I have for you is where, where are you going from here? Like, where do you see uh, the organization, because I, I love the way you broke down the history. And of course, uh, there's another, I, I know you're an author as well. You have the book that came out, They're All the Same Girl. You could speak a little bit about that and just, you know, where do you see the organization going? You know, at this point, you're, you're about to celebrate your 10 years 
You know, I think that's right. phenomenal. Congratulations. I think that's just amazing. You know, knowing how you started that with those two girls in the, in the library, you know, you know, so now you're here a decade later. Where, where are you right. headed? Where is college settles headed? So, you know, in the book, you know, they're all the same girl. It was a really great opportunity for us as an organization because we were sharing a lot of the lessons that we learned in the past, you know, at that time as, you know, working with girls over seven or eight years with Polish Pebbles and trying to do our best to share with um, other organizations, other practitioners, other school districts, other people who are just passionate about you know, youth work and doing something and not being apathetic. We wanted to put all that in the book, They're All the Same Girl, and be able to share that out as a really great way. Because um, sometimes, you know, you can't make every phone call. You can't always be available in that way. But what are more meaningful, sustainable ways in which you're able to share some of your lessons and growth, even in podcasts like that? So that, that's where They're All the Same Girl was. And I think when we look at the role of Polished Pebbles, I think, and even when we look at the role and the opportunities and growth for Kelly Fair, we're really excited. We continue to create innovative partnerships and initiatives here um, as we're working with elementary, middle school, and high school girls, about 500 a year in Chicago and the South Suburbs. So for us, we're interested in constantly figuring out how do we better engage our girls, better be better partners for all of our school partners. We're really invested here with the a violence prevention grant with the Cook County uh, Justice Advisory Council, where we're really engaging and having people think more about how violence impacts girls and making sure people are more aware of that because they think about it with boys and not so much with girls. That's a major initiative we're working on in partnership also with the Chicago Police Department. We're also looking at great partnerships um, like our Pink Heart Hat Project here in Chicago, um, where we are working to pipeline girls into trade careers and manufacturing. Um, great job, high in demand, and uh, they're looking to women um, to be the, the workforce to really fill that space. And we feel like College Pebbles wants to be a part of that pipeline, getting girls from the schoolyards to the construction sites um, to be in a position to make really great changes for themselves, individually, for their families, and also for their communities. And then the last piece we're really working on with College Pebbles is we have been piloting a college level. We call it the college edition of Polish Pebbles at Duke University for the last three years. And so as we've grown that pilot, we are bringing it here back home this week, home Chicago. Uh, this fall, we will be having our folks local college edition at here at Washington College, of the city colleges of Chicago. So we really see our opportunity here in Chicago as ways to continue to innovate um, and create new partnerships and new initiatives that we can continue to share out. For me, moving into my next chapter, um, definitely looking at, you know, more opportunities to train, support other communities, other school districts that are looking for um, ideas on how to create sustainable youth mentoring initiatives uh, for themselves and for their communities. Um, and really just sharing my thought leadership, um, you know, after 10 years. And 10 years, Felicia, in Chicago. <laughs> wow. Chicago gets for anything. 
And so, uh, you know, those lumps and those bumps uh, that we've endured and growing our, you know, entrepreneurship, uh, you know, initiatives and paths, um, I think are things that we can really continue to grow and learn and evolve. And I just want to be able to continue to share my evolution and some of the things I've learned with, with other, you know, groups, communities, school districts, and universities as well. Tell us again, Kelly, um, what cities you're working in around the country, because you, you indicated over 3,000 girls, and then also tell us how we can support this work. Yeah, we need the support, right? Because still, as I mentioned, there's still not as much equity for uh, resources and attention and support for girls as it should be. So we need your help, and particularly communities of girls of African-American and Latino communities. So we work throughout the city, south side, west side, north side. Um, we work in the south suburbs, um, Indiana, Texas. We've worked in, and then we've worked uh, again for the last three years in North Carolina as well. So we need the community support. Whether it's not it's something you want to do, you want to come out and maybe volunteer. Maybe your business might want to get involved and get engaged. Uh, we'll polish pebbles in that way uh, to help create a pipeline for these girls to become your next workforce. Um, you know, or maybe you're interested in kind of bringing us out to support you and your thought leadership. Want to know more about us? You can always send an email to info at polishpebbles.com. You can go to our website, www.polishpebbles.com, or you just want to give. <laughs> we love that, too, and we need that, too. Uh, so you can always find ways to donate and support us further, again, at www.polishpebbles.com. Thank you so much, Kelly. This has been so inspirational uh, just to once again see your journey, hear your journey. And I know we're going to be watching. Miss Felicia Shakespeare. 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 Shakespeare.